This is the season of the year when we just don't leave the farm without an ice chest full of food. Don't know necessarily who's going to get the food, but we know somebody is going to get some food today. Welcome to Longleaf Breeze. Beginners learning subsistence farming using three simple principles. Approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it. And we don't make allness statements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden. Thanks, Adrian, and welcome to our podcast of August 3rd, 2011. Um, we do have a lot of food being produced in our Veg Hill area. Uh, unfortunately, but not the orchard so much yet. <laughs> That's the time for, uh, or there will be a time for that in the future. But right now, Veg Hill is at peak production. And uh, you were so right in your opening statement that we do travel around with an ice chest full of usually cucumbers mostly. But <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cucumbers. But an occasional cantaloupe. But, and, uh, uh, tomatoes, beans, mm -hmm. peas, okra. Yeah. Yeah, all kinds all of, kinds of things. all kinds of goodies, and it's because we don't want it to go to waste, and we do care about our friends. It's kind of a nice way of saying um, hello and welcome to, uh, or at least, aren't you glad you have a friend who's in the farming business? <laughs> don't you know. bet. Um, and but, we've talked a lot about the gift economy that yeah. we expect to become more important in the days to come. And I believe this is a great example of our priming the gift economy because we're just, uh, you know, every time we leave here, we've got a, a nice chest full of food and we always, well, not always, usually though, we come back with an empty ice chest. Right. That's our goal. Um, case in point, this past weekend, we went to Birmingham for a wedding and um, took a nice chest full of food. In fact, I told my Birmingham friends that I felt like I was going to the farmer's market to sell my wares because so many times they have the ice chest there um, with shelled peas or what have you. And um, out of the back of the pickup truck, I did treat my friends to all kinds of fresh produce from the farm. It just feels good to do that. Let's sort of think through what you had in that ice chest this particular okay. time. I remember you had a lot of beans, a lot of peas, a good bit of tomatoes, uh, mm -hmm. Two or three cantaloupes. Mm -hmm. um, I cucumbers, think one, of one course. cantaloupe. One okay, cantaloupe. one cantaloupe. Um, lots and lots of cucumbers. What am I leaving out? Okra. Yes, okra. Lots of okra. And mm -hmm. okra is just hitting its stride now. We're expecting to have a whole lot more okra in the, in the days ahead. Yeah. And, of course, uh, at some point we'll have sweet potatoes that we will be ready to share. Yes. And, and all kinds of other things, uh, you know, that will come according to the seasons. Mm -hmm. That's um, right. So we, and that, the list of what we're able to give away will vary. This year, uh, the squash is beginning to peter out, the, the yellow squash, just mostly because the squash bugs and the hot weather, just the combination is sort of getting to it. And... And zucchini is getting zucchini, rare. Zucchini, although I do have real, two huge ones out in the garden that I need to go retrieve this yes, morning. Yes, you do. Uh, but yeah, we're not getting a lot of zucchini. The, but the winter squash is beginning to really pick up. That, I don't see us giving away quite so much because of the fact that it'll store and kind of get us through the winter. Mm -hmm. So anything that winters over uh, or goes into fall, we'll probably hang on to so that we, when our fresh veg, uh, our summer veg has quit producing we will have our own 
food. And we've developed a philosophy of, of a philosophy about that. Um, we've it's sort of developed over time. We eat what we want, we store what we can, and we give away the rest. Right. That's sort of the the mantra that we keep telling ourselves. And we have eaten really well from Veg Hill this summer. I know, um, I know. All those things we just named that you had in your ice chest to take to our friends, uh, we had eaten ourselves be- uh, of others before we packed all those up. So we have plenty we can eat. And then, as you put it, with that winter squash, we will store a great deal of it because we know it stores rather well. And we hope very soon now we will have uh, full use of the root cellar. That's right. We hope to because we just canned 13 quarts of green beans the other day on Thursday. So since the podcast, the last one. That's true. So we have those to store. That should be something else additionally that helps us get through the winter, along with tomatoes that we've frozen. Um, We hope to freeze some peas. I've been right now. I've just been using those and then giving the rest away. But we probably could figure out how to freeze those too. Maybe um, that would be nice. Yeah. Uh, it's been interesting to me to see who is receiving the food. These are not. It's not that we're giving them away, giving the food away to poor people so much. It's more yeah. like people we just run into or our friends. You our know, friends, might, yeah. our family, mm-hmm. um, people at church who are also our friends, yes. <laughs> um, but just, um, you know, it's the, the normal folk we run into. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Johnston came here to deliver our tractor after he had worked on it, and he couldn't leave here w- without a couple of cucumbers. You yeah, had I to make he, sure he had a couple of cucumbers when he left. took about four, right? I was able to talk him into that. So, <laughs> so you know, it's just the, the normal course of folk we meet tend to um, end up with a little extra food, which I love. I just... As you and I have already discussed, it's just so satisfying to be able right. to give food away. Right. But uh, and and we have, as we've talked about, we've stored what we can, and we plan to store more. Um, but you have referred many times to Sharon Astick, who talks about Independence Day. You want to expound about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, and I don't use the same items in our list that she does, so I'm going to make my apologies to her, but. I would take her concept and say our hope is that we are rather constantly, I won't say every week, but certainly rather constantly planting something, harvesting something, preserving something, eating something, and giving away something. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if we can be conscious of that rhythm, where all the time we're doing all five of those things, mm-hmm. then I think it um, not only makes for a happy life for us, but it also makes us an important contributor to the community. Yeah, that's right. Well, as far as the planting something this past week, we did get the pumpkin seeds in, and I planted a couple of t- tomatoes. And I'm sure you've noticed they're germinating now. I haven't even looked. They are? Oh, yeah. How they're fun. They're looking great. Oh, good. Um, yeah, that shows how I've been away from my garden. That I you have been. I'm embarrassed that the I farmer know. in chief didn't know her pumpkins were germinating. I know. Well, I've been gone, and what little time I could snatch from away from family obligations, I got out and harvested. I didn't make it all the way down to the pumpkin patch, so I'm excited. And we put row cover over that. I think we mentioned that. So yes. to hopefully, we yeah, hope this is just a very tiny keep. portion. It's about 20 feet 
of mm -hmm. row six, I guess, where we have planted pumpkins that uh, we hope will uh, mature in time for the, you know, before the first frost. Yeah, they should. Um, but we're, we put the row cover hopefully to uh, keep the squash bugs from getting to them. So we'll see whether that helps or not. Right. But so we planted that and I planted about five tomato plants that um, just were seedlings left over from the spring planting that never had gotten very big. And I need to go check and see how they're doing. But I, we cut down a little bit of the um, sun hemp to make yeah. room for those. So that may be, and I have one more uh, tomato plant rooting, which okay. I can probably put in there today. So we will have several tomato plants for fall and some pepper plants. So there's our planting. Okay, we've done that. Definitely we're harvesting like crazy. Absolutely. Oh, are you going through the list now? Yeah, uh, yeah. I preserving we something. Well, of course, right now we're doing great because we just have done the green beans. Mm -hmm. And that felt wonderful because that's the first time we have really pressure canned something in quantity. Right. Yeah, boy, it, it cooks the stew out that. of it too, doesn't it? When it you sure does. Can. <laughs> we figured out you're you're cooking those beans for upwards of forty five minutes or so by the time they're done. But it's necessary to kill the botulism, right? Organism. So and eat something we certainly qualify on. Give yes. something away for obvious reasons. Well, wait, on. don't don't hasten oh, to sorry. that. Eat something so much. I'm sorry, I'm, sorry. Well, let's talk about last night's supper, for example. Um, I harvested yellow squash and some of it. And I will say that I stockpiled it over a week or so because I didn't have enough for an, uh, an entire squash casserole from one day's harvest. So I put stored the squash in those green and yellow bags, you know, that are supposed to keep, keep your produce a and little bit longer. apparently they work well. Yeah, I think they do. We actually have a couple of zucchini in the fridge now that uh, we've been using that way and or storing that way. And um, used our own squash our own tomatoes which go into the squash casserole unfortunately onions i ran out of a good while ago from my own so we had to buy some from the farmer's market but has onion in it anyway put all that together with a little cheese really good um planting delicious food from the garden and pretty guiltless yeah pretty guiltless and we cooked green beans from the garden uh and just supplemented it with bread that you had made mm -hmm. from uh, from wheat berries that we ground so you know we're trying and to do that we cooked in the sun oven yeah which was yeah. great i mean we it was a good supper last night and we we felt good about the way we were able mm -hmm. to put all that together but, right and that's a typical supper that's not any, not anything special yeah. and i'll go out and i'll look at the peas today and pick what i can and we can eat those for a meal and i have a, a drawer full of eggplant in there because i'm planning to make eggplant lasagna so um you know we we constantly are eating what we grow which tastes good, it's fresh, it's nutritious, it's organic, um, and that's a major reason why we're doing what we're doing. And it's probably a good time to stop here and express our gratitude that we are in such a wonderful position where we have so much food. I know. I am grateful for that. I, grateful, and also, as I was sharing with you this morning, I am becoming aware just how good at this you have become. <laughs> well, thank you. You are um, becoming truly competent at growing food on Veg Hill. Well, and I hope one day to be as competent growing fruit, but mine is harder to gauge because exactly. we don't have anything to show well, for it Well, it right takes now. a long time. The, the startup time with a with a fruit tree 
uh, that goes without saying that's years. And so yeah. you just, but yeah. we know that, that you will be fine. Well, we I have, have some a, muscadines looking pretty promising. Out I there. know that last year's muscadines that we planted do look good. So you, you can take credit, take a bow for that one. And also what I do on veg Hill, I can't do without you. You're the one who helps bring in the soil and spread it around for, well, or at least lay it out. And I spread it around and then, um, you, trellis tomatoes for me and put trellises for the green beans and the black eyed peas so most of that veg is a lot happier because of what you do for it well so, thank, thank you, you. <laughs> i appreciate that and i would agree with you i think i do help out there you do um, but and the row clearly cover. you are the one who is calling the shots and i am glad you're able to do that well thanks well let's um talk oh, and a give something about... away we met, we didn't talk fully about that yeah one. i mean that's all step. we've talked about oh i know stuff we've given but away. that's the last step Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I think we are being faithful to that. And I don't want to gloss over that. So, okay. Yeah. Um, um, I was going to suggest that we talk a little bit about what food we hope to be able to give away as things mature. Obviously, the fruit, we hope, will over the years become yes. more um, exciting to see and, and that we will have lots of extra fruit we can give away. And I guess the other thing that occurs to me is the hope that we can give away food we have preserved, like jams and preserves yes. and pickles. Yes, and we have done that. We've done that in the we past. Yeah. I took a jar of pickles to one of my friends who hosted a luncheon the other day. Well, and you took really one good. to your mama. Right, that's and true. And she enjoyed them. Yes. And obviously, uh, one day in the, we hope, not too distant future, we uh, will be able to make wine. Which That's would be right. great. Yeah. Yeah. So many different products that we can't even begin to imagine that we might be able to make from our, especially the fruit. I'm thinking uh, fig balsamic vinegar. You know, we bought some of that, but you, we could make yeah, our own. Yeah, wouldn't it be cool if we could actually distill that ourselves? I know. And people keep asking us, you know, what are you going to sell? Oh, you could sell that. And it's just so much more satisfying to us to give it away. I know. It really is. And I, simpler. And <laughs> simpler. And we don't have to have a license from a government agency to give it away. Right. And we don't have to make sure that it meets somebody else's standards for what quality is. If they don't want it, that's cool. But yeah. we'll just go into the next person and somebody will want it because it is good food. And every now and then I give somebody a watermelon and I say, I can't guarantee you it's ripe because that is one thing I still can't tell. We're still figuring that <laughs> out, aren't we? It might be white inside, and if it is, just compost it. But uh, you know, I, those I'm not really competent about, but I or confident about. But the other types of fruit and veg, yeah, I feel pretty good when I give somebody some of it that it's going to be quality. It is so fun to give away food and. Fun to give away other things, too. Yeah, what so, else can we give away? So let's spend the last couple of minutes here talking about what else you and I have to share with others. Okay. Well, our time, for one thing, uh, whether it's volunteering, and we, we found that out with the Master Gardener program, that we were constantly volunteering our time, um, Partly because it was required, but we both know that we went way over on our volunteer hours. Exactly, because it was fun. It's fun. I enjoyed doing it. Right. Uh, what else? Well, do you think? the fact is, even though we don't have nearly as much money as we used to, we still have some money, and mm-hmm. we can give away our money mm-hmm. uh, to primarily to the church, but also to other things where mm-hmm. we think we can have an impact. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 
I guess we have some expertise to share, not just growing expertise, although that matters. Well, I guess I'm, I'm just about ready to stop being embarrassed saying, we've gotten smarter about how to grow things. You know, we're not <laughs> yeah. rank beginners anymore. Right. Yeah, Longleaf Breeze says beginners learning subsistence farming. And when we started, we truly were beginners, but I'm not sure we qualify anymore. I know. I wonder if we'll have to change our mantra on that. Yeah. Note. I don't know. But yeah, one of my, um, one of our mentors in Master Garden, not an official instructor, but definitely a mentor of ours, said to me not too long ago, something about a tomato workshop that was not for beginners. And she said, you do know now you're not a beginner anymore. You're yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, yeah, it's, it's coming home to us that we're, it's sort of like when you realize you're not the child anymore, you're the mama, you're the daddy. Um, we now can mentor others. And I hope that's something we will pursue indefinitely into the indefinite future. As long as I'm, we're physically able to do it. For example, we have this group of new college students from the University yeah. of Alabama coming to the farm in late October to camp out and see what we're doing. And, and I think we it's will cool. share with them a lot of what we're doing, not just about growing food, but about the coherent way in which we believe we've chosen to live. Right. So, and we hope that's the first of many of that type visit. And there are other forms of expertise you and I have that we brought to us from our former lives. You know an awful lot about intercultural communication, for example, and we've been able to share that with people in some context, not as much as we'd like, but right. some. And I'd like to continue learning about that. We don't ever, um, we shouldn't cease learning as we go along. So yes, the learning curve that we talk about mostly on the podcast is all about how to grow food, how to live sustainably, but we'll continue to learn about other um, aspects of life in the world and uh, read great literature and, and continue to learn. And I want to, to bone up on my languages again. So as we continue to develop other areas of expertise, that's something we can share as well. You bet. And uh, we've just learned that our priest who has been maintaining our church's little, our little church's website is resigning. Um, we will miss you, Larry and Pat. Um, but one of the things that needs to be done is somebody needs to maintain the church's website. And that will be you because you're really good with websites. Because I've, <laughs> I've been doing that for decades now, so I'm, I, it looks as if I will end up maintaining the church's website. And that's another way that I, I believe I will be able to give of my time, right. which will be fun. Well, these are subjects we can continue to talk about throughout the coming podcasts. But for now, we'll have to say goodbye because our time is up. So have a great week. You've been listening to Longleaf Breeze with Lee and Amanda Borden. We'd love to hear from you. You can call the farm at 334-625-8682. Send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com. Our address is P.O. Box 780-446, Tallahassee, Alabama 36078. Visit us at longleafbreeze.com to learn more about the farm, to browse our archive, and to look over our planting database. You can also read the Daily Farm Log, check in with Lee and Amanda, and talk with other listeners. That's longleafbreeze.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.